Here's what's coming up on today's show. I know we want to retire here. We can't. You have to either save more, spend less, or work longer. There's three solutions to that to that issue. And many times it's, it's working longer than, than people have to. And that's unfortunate, but sometimes it's a necessity. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the windup and the delivery. Well, hello and welcome into Perfect Game Retirement. Glad to have you on the podcast today. We're going to tie into the 4th of July since this podcast is coming out right around the 4th. We're going to talk about winning your financial independence, Ryan. It's all about Independence Day. And today there are some things that we can, I guess, work towards in retirement where we can be independent from certain things. That's what we'll talk about today. Especially the federal government. So yes, independence <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> it's kind of ironic. We're talking about being maybe independent from the federal government and their programs, but yet we're celebrating our government's independence. So yeah, but yeah it should be fun. Do you do a whole lot 4th of July? Where does that rate in terms of holidays for you? Yeah, we, we normally do. Uh, my wife's um, mother lives on a lake up in North Carolina. So a lot of times we, we do go up there. Uh, this year, we, we may, there's some softball tournaments. We go to Florida like a few days afterwards. So I'm not sure if we'll, we'll do that this year. Uh, I do like to spend it with my family some. It, it's my mom who's passed away. It it was her birthday on July 4th. So okay. like to be like to be with them too. But I do understand, you know, being at the lake and fireworks and all that stuff is, is also fun too for, for Stephanie's side of the family. But yeah, a few days after we're going to Florida for a softball tournament and Lucas is going, my son's going to Florida for a regional track meet. So we're kind of splitting in, in two different sides of the state uh, shortly after Independence Day. Well, just setting up for a busy summer once again for you and the <laughs> yeah. family, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get into our conversation today. Of course, if you haven't joined us before, remember you can find everything at blackoakam.com. You can schedule a retirement coach three sixty session online there as well. Learn more about what Ryan has going on, and also access a lot of resources there, plus all of our podcasts. But if you want to call directly to Black Oak, you can do so at 470-508-0508. So again, winning your financial independence in the spirit of the 4th of July, we're talking about things that you try to strive to be independent from in your retirement. And let's start with the government. You you already touched on that, but <laughs> What are we what are we actually trying to become independent from when it comes to the government, Ryan? So there's a there's a few things there. Obviously there's there's social programs that a lot of people rely on and and, and benefit from. So I sh- I shouldn't, you know, poo-poo on that too much. Obviously we're paying into the system to hopefully get these benefits one day and the hopefully those full benefits that we get one day. So, you know, the most common is is Social Security. Uh, we pay into that our, our entire lives. As long as you pay into it, you get some sort of, of benefit. Um, and, and it's good to supplement your retirement income. But you, you want to do other things outside of Social Security. Uh, you don't want to be... 100% reliant on on social security. So a lot of times when we do income plans for people, some people just don't want to include it, which I, I get, I understand. It, it, they don't they're not conspiracy theorists and think they're not going to get it, but at the same time they want to try to save as much as they can and if they get social security or at least the full benefit that our 
online. If we log in, we don't get those statements anymore, but if you log in online, it shows you what your estimates are going to be. So it's educational to see. Uh, it's hard to know what that will purchase and buy in retirement. I know we get cost of living adjustments to our social security benefits, but it, it's, it's, and there's so many stats and figures out and I don't have them in front of me, but it, it's amazing the percentage of people that Social Security is a large, if not all, but a large majority of their retirement income. And and I, I, I get it, I understand, especially if you're a married couple and you have two good benefits, it's easy to be anywhere from five to seven grand a month, if not even higher, based off of your Social Security benefit and when you claim and how much you paid into it. So there's a variety of factors there, but I have several clients who both um, husband and wife worked outside the home and they had large benefits and, and they're sitting at eight grand a month, every single month coming in. So that's, mm. that's not chump change. That is, that is awesome. But some people yeah. don't have that kind of benefit. They, they claim it at so uh, 62 and their benefits a lot lower. So you want to try to maximize social security, but not have it be your maximization of, of retirement income. Medicare, which we all know we pay, you know, 1.45% of every dollar that we do make, we do pay into Medicare. I'm um, not going to go into the details of the Medicare system and what the alphabet soup in entails, but to think that Medicare is going to cover 100% of your medical expenses is don't believe that. Uh, there are certain things that it does cover. And again, not going to get into the minutia of it, but you probably need some sort of supplement plan, supplemental plan uh, to go on top of that. I know there's Medicare Advantage out there. there. There's so many different things to look at, but you definitely don't want to assume that Medicare is going to cover all your medical costs as well as your long-term care. Please, please, please do not think Medicare is going to cover your long-term care expenses. It, it may cover a few days, uh, maybe up to 20, depending on if you check all the boxes that they that they need to check. But don't think uh, LTC or long-term care is anywhere in Medicare. Don't don't think that. It will, will cover for a few days. And then p kind of piggybacking that nursing home. Uh, so you need to have a plan for that. And, and don't think the government is going to pay for all that unless you are uh, subject to Medicaid. Now, to qualify for Medicaid, you have to have almost nothing in your name. Uh, again, not going to go into the specific details because those things could change over time. But you really almost have to have nothing uh, to your name. Now, there's some real estate exceptions, but as far as cash and investments, uh, if you have hardly, if you got anything, you probably are not going to qualify for Medicaid. And these Medicaid uh, nursing care facilities are not the best in the world. So I would okay. make a plan for you yourself relying on paying for uh, nursing home care, whether it's out of pocket or through an insurance policy. You definitely need to consider that. All right. So, Great to have those benefits and, and that support if needed, but again, best to not rely on it if you don't have to. All right, independence from family. And you might say, whoa, 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 we don't want to be independent from our family, <laughs> but we're talking about having to rely on them for support, right? Yes, definitely don't want to be a, a burden on, on my kids, uh, certainly. I've not had this type of experience. I know some people firsthand have experience of it, even going through now with a lot of people being in the sandwich generation that you know they have kids at home but yet they have parents living uh, with them for a variety of different reasons one of that is because they can't take care of themselves and they don't have the financial means to to do so uh, so 100 percent not having to move in with my kids later in life is <laughs> a huge priority and i know that's the last thing they want i know families got to do what they got to do um i have several close friends uh, 
that that have to deal with this and, and you just have to do what you have to do sometimes but not an ideal situation in, in most circumstances um but yeah just not relying on them for financial support i want to be 100 percent. i want to leave a legacy to my kids and not be a not be a burden to them so i want to be able to, to leave them something uh not leave them with huge amounts of debt or whatever it may be i just don't want to do that so i don't want to be relying on them for uh, their help from a physical standpoint and financial as well. All right. So independence from government, independence from family. And of course, this third one is one we all want independence from, and that's creditors. We want to get into retirement with no debt, Ryan? That's ideal, 100%. I know not everyone can get to that point where their home may be paid off. And I know that's usually the ultimate goal for a lot of retirees is to have that house paid off. And I, I fully support that. I encourage people to do that. You definitely want to be out of consumer debt. Don't have anything else. Don't have credit card debt. God forbid, don't have any student loan debt, but you'd be surprised. <laughs> you know, car debt, uh, yeah, still not ideal. You just don't, the, the less overhead payments you have on a monthly basis, it makes retirement so much easier, so much cleaner. Your margins are more. Um, so if you have income coming in and you are spending a whole lot less, oh my gosh, it just makes it a whole lot easier. And again, I know not everybody's in that situation to be able to pay their house off and be done with it. I also don't want people to pay their house off and, the, and then be cash poor. You know, I don't want you to be house rich and cash poor at the same time. So it's, it's got to be proportionate. You, you want to look at, okay, how much money am I taking to pay this off? And if it takes a large chunk of it, I probably wouldn't do it. If that mortgage payment's not killing you every single month, just continue on with it. I've had a lot of uh, clients say, well, I don't want to have a house payment if I were to pass away and pass that on to my kids. And I, I get that, understand that, but you also have to live. You also have to have money to make those month, monthly ends meet. And, and if you're cash poor, then it makes it very difficult. You got a paid for house, which is great, but you also don't have uh, that cash to be able to pay for emergencies or those things we just talked about, medical expenses. You, you have to have that on the side to, to be able to pay for those things. Talking about winning your financial independence here on Perfect Game Retirement. Again, if you have questions, log on blackoakam.com. Now, the one that we all kind of strive for, I think, when you think about independence and retirement, that's being free from having to work, right? I mean, that's the ultimate goal. Now, some of us want to continue working. You'd love to work into retirement, but not having to be forced to do so in order to make ends meet. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the biggest things that the people that we work with who are who have retirement on their mind, maybe not on the doorsteps of retirement, but having that luxury of if they have a bad day and their boss is a jerk and they just don't want to deal with it anymore, it's nice to know. And I just had a meeting like this a few days ago. We just restructured some, their retirement plan and they saw she's in a highly stressful job and she saw that, hey, if, if I go to the end of the year, I, I can call this thing quits if I need to. Now she won't stop working, but maybe for that high stress job, maybe you take a big pay cut and do something that you want to do. So having that luxury of being able to do that is awesome. The looks on people's faces are, are great. Now, some people choose to work. I mean, where I sit at my desk at 45 years of age, I see me working as long as I can mentally and physically do this. I see myself working for a, a really long time. I, I enjoy what I do. Will they be scaling back? Probably, I would say so. But I don't see me, I, I see it as a choice to continue on to work because I am 
such a busy body and people who are wired like like me just i don't know what i would do i'm not i don't have like a ton of hobbies where i go out and play golf all the time maybe i'll pick that up yeah but golf right now just doesn't interest me in my phase of life it it really doesn't it's just it takes too much time and i don't have that so uh, maybe i'll pick something up down the road maybe i'll travel more but right now i'm invested in my family and my kids and that's that's pretty much what we do so i could see me continuing on for a long period of time but having to work that's not fun. I mean, just saying, look, you just got to continue on. This plan doesn't work. And I've had to have those conversations too. I know we want to retire here. We can't. You have to either save more, spend less, or work longer. There's three solutions to that to that issue. And many times it's it's working longer than, than people have to. And that's unfortunate, but sometimes it's a necessity. All right. Last one then, Ryan, we'll close out with. And that's independence from the stock market. Now, Again, doesn't mean you're not invested at all in the market, but it's that freeing feeling of not having to worry day to day about what the market's doing. Yeah, and that's sometimes difficult. Sometimes people stare at this stuff every single day, and it's <laughs> it's not healthy. <laughs> nope. Uh, obviously, it's my job to to look at these things, but not one day do I look and, and worry and go, "Oh my gosh, what's my what's my what are my accounts doing?" Now, I get it. I'm not anywhere close to retirement. My income comes from my services that I provide. So I get it where someone in retirement, it may be more so, but I want to create and hopefully they have enough margin in their life that if the market has a 10, 15, 20% correction like it did last year, it's not going to change their lives. Uh, Because in retirement, you don't want to be chasing a return. We've said this uh, many times on this show that chasing return is not healthy. Uh, If you have to rely on chasing a return, you're going to be stressed out in retirement. You're going to be staring at the stock market every single day and what it's doing whatever headline pops up is going to stress you out. So having some margin in your life, but not it, don't take on more risk than you have to. If you don't need to take on a ton of risk, don't do it. Uh, be, be more about consistency. Be more about consistent rates of return, uh, not about average rate of return. So it's completely different in retirement when you look at that. Right now, as a young person, younger, I shouldn't say I'm young, but younger uh, than retirement, <laughs> You you got you got a long runway ahead of you, and you can take on more risk. And if the market goes down, okay, it's not going to affect my life. Uh, but for people in retirement, it can. But we want to make sure we're taking on the right amount of risk, so people aren't staring at the TV every single day and wondering what's going on, thinking the government's going to shut down because they couldn't get the debt ceiling thing done, which they did. Shocker at the eleventh hour. I mean. I sent a, a video email out to my clients saying they're going to figure this thing out. They are like all these headlines that you're seeing. It's, it's what the government does They're at the last minute and they'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. So just, just having that freedom. Uh, and maybe that means putting your money in a very, very safe bucket, whether now that's CDs or money markets that are actually paying a pretty good yield right now that, you know, five years ago, shoot, even less than that, we're, we're paying hardly anything. So there's ways to, to kind of keep that peace of mind in retirement. Well, independence is the goal in retirement. So if you haven't taken steps on your plan and how you're going to get there, you can always reach out to Ryan, blackoakam.com. Schedule your retirement coach 360 session online now. And Ryan, for anyone that, that uh, is considering doing that, what what's the next step after they book that session? So normally, good question. Normally, we just talk to people on the phone for 15 minutes or so, 15, 20 minutes, depending on how the conversation goes. And if people have more questions, sometimes it lasts longer than that. But we just like to have a high-level conversation with people first to see if we can help them. Uh, if, if they have you know large consumer debt issues, ah, it's probably not a, a fit. Uh, we can counsel people and tell people what next steps to do. 
but um, we just like to get a feel for who people are and, and where they're coming from and just hearing people's story because we have no idea where they're where they're coming from and you know being Dave Ramsey advisors we get all walks of life of people from again in people who were I've, I've talked to teenagers before uh, up to talking to you know people who have sold their business for millions and millions of dollars so you get a wide range of, of individuals so we just like to do that phone call if there's a if there's a good fit and we think we can help them, then okay, then it's an in-person or a Zoom meeting uh, after that to go a little bit more in depth. All right, perfect. Again, you can log on blackoakam.com or give Ryan a call, 470-508-0508. Time now for a little getting to know you with Ryan Ledden. Ryan, so what? what's your hometown? I don't know if I've ever asked you that before. It is actually, and I lived there for three years. Uh, it's still in Georgia, pretty boring, but it's Brunswick, Georgia, which is on the coast um, of Georgia. Fairly small town, but my dad was located there when he worked for Georgia Power, and I lived there for three years, and then he got a job in the metro Atlanta area. So I don't don't remember much about it, but that's where I was born. Okay. So what is then your, the most, what's the most famous thing about your hometown? Is it Brunswick stew or is it something? Yeah, that's it. That's it's, totally it. Is that uh, really the it? first? Well, the first thing I thought of was Adam Wainwright. So people who oh, are not baseball okay. people. Yeah, I think he's from there. Um, so that's kind of their claim to fame. But yeah, Brunswick stew. I mean, it's the, and people may argue this that, oh, it came from somewhere else. But I mean, I did. I've heard this all my life. That's where it came from. So I started, you know, doing my Google researching and it, it does many sites do cite it and say that it, it started in the late 1800s and it started down there. There's a whole story behind it, but I always wondered that as a little kid, I was like, Brunswick's too. Does that mean, so you just think of hmm. all the different places around the world that have Brunswick in their name. So you don't yeah. think much about it, but it's, I mean, it was cited in 1898 that that's where they started. That's where they started making it. So that's their claim to fame. I could be completely wrong, but I saw several sources that said that's where it started from. Well, that's really interesting. I, uh, <laughs> while you were talking there, I pulled up the Wikipedia page. I don't see you on the list of notable people born in Brunswick. <laughs> we we got yeah, to change that, Ryan. We got to change that. <laughs> I do see Davis Love the Third was born there as well. So, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely not in that category. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that. All right, let's close out then again with a mailbag questions we like to do. If you have uh, something on your mind, would like to ask us, please send it in blackoakam.com. The question this week uh, for Mike. Mike says, we have over 100000 in our savings account, and it drives me crazy to see that money just sitting there doing nothing. I want to buy a new truck, but my wife isn't on board with that plan because she says having that money in the bank makes her feel more secure. So how much cash do we actually need? How do I convince her that this is too much money there just sitting there collecting dust? I'm not the crazy one here, right? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go somewhere in the middle, Mike, <laughs> with that one. <laughs> Uh, the truck, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's y'all's kind of personal preference there. I mean, obviously you, I mean, trucks now shoot could take every bit of that hundred thousand dollars <laughs> if you get something that's, that's fully loaded. But as far as a hundred thousand dollars sitting in a savings account, um, you know, and I think Dave Ramsey says this a lot, like that, that many, many women out there have like an extra security gland that, uh, men do not have. Now that's probably stereotypical a little bit, but there is some truth to that. They just, a lot of my clients like having a certain amount from an optics standpoint, having a certain amount in there. And if it gets below a certain amount, they get nervous. Um, I'm that way. I have that similarity, like looking at going, oh, I don't want to get that low or, and it's kind of ridiculous if you think about it. So I kind of see where you're coming from, Mike. 
But again, I wouldn't fight that battle too much. Uh, and, and everybody's number is a little bit different. Some people it's 30 grand. Some people it's 50 grand. Some people it's 250 grand. They want to keep up to the FDIC insurance in there. Now, if it's sitting in the bank, you, you do have options there, especially lately. There are money market accounts. There are online. I mean, go to bankrate.com. Uh, they have, you click on savings accounts, high yield savings accounts, and you click on that and it shows what's paying the highest yield right now. And you can get some, you know, three and a half to four and a half percent yields on money that's just sitting there and it's directly linked to your checking account. So I would take a look at that. Um, it, you know, it may take some convincing that it's not sitting at the bank, current bank that y'all use or institution that you use. But yeah, I've seen clients, uh, bank statements and, and checking accounts and even savings accounts are still paying measly amounts of interest. So if that money's just sitting there, why not look at a money market or high yield savings that you can get a, a decent amount? And even, even short-term CDs, I know they're a little bit locked up, but you can still access your money. You pay maybe a little bit of penalty to get it out, but those are those are paying over five uh, depending on the duration so it's it's definitely something to think about but mike i wouldn't fight that battle too much but i do think you can you can use it to better serve and and, and get a, a higher yield and, and get some interest on that yeah it definitely feels like there's somewhere in between buying a new truck and uh, getting a little something out of the the money there and have that security so best of luck to you mike if you want to follow up with ryan you can do so at blackoakam.com again that phone number for Black Oak Asset Management is 470-508-0508. All right. Hope you had a great 4th of July, Ryan, and you as well. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledner, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Black Oak Asset Management and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.